to Stars, Stones, and Stories. I am your host, Rama, and together we are weaving ancient future wisdom as we birth the new earth. If you're into astrology, cosmology, living mythology, earth-based spirituality, and ancestral healing, you are home. If you've stumbled upon this podcast and are new to these topics, this is Sovereign Sanctuary to expand and deepen your wisdom. As a cosmic priestess, I witness many at the threshold of great transformation. I specialize in astrological divination, sacred site activations, and priestess arts for the Aquarian Age. You may learn more about my work and budding mystery school at earthseedtemplearts.com or follow Earthseed Temple Arts on Instagram. This community is your opportunity to claim your story, your unique identity and power, knowing that you are the hero of your own journey. You are a hologram for the collective and you matter. The world needs your gifts and creativity now more than ever. Crystallize your medicine. Oh, great ancient ones, great ancestors, we call to you. May you hear the voices of your descendants traversing through time and space. We humbly ask for your support, your wise medicine ways, and your genius solutions in these times. Dear ancestors, we wish to partner with you, for we know we cannot do this alone. As we traverse the mystery, we ask that you, our starry ancestors, are with us each breath of the way. May we have clarity of mind and crystalline vision to see through the dark. May we walk our paths of high holy truth, as that is what is needed now more than ever. And so it is. Welcome to episode 91 of Stars, Stones, and Stories. We are currently in this period of eclipse integration, and these eclipses are quite intense. They are wild card portals. I refer to them as eclipse portals because it is not just one single moment in time and space that the eclipse creates great impact in our lives. In fact, we will feel the impact like a string of pearls being dispersed over time, like homeopathic medicine. And ultimately, this is a way that I really connect with astrology as I've gone deeper and deeper in my 30 years of study of the sacred art and science that connects us to our ancient indigenous wisdom. This last eclipse cycle began with the Aries new moon on April 20th, and we went into the dragon's head on that Aries new moon. And then on Venus Day, the 5th of May, we had our Scorpio 
lunar eclipse and came out through that dragon's tail. And we can think about this consciousness because the nodes of fate, Rahu and Ketu, as referred to in the Vedic cosmology, these are dragons' bodies. And ultimately, we're working with this dragon frequency. And if you're new here, I invite you to go back to my last five recent episodes as we're really explaining these themes of dragons in the last five episodes. Some of you already know this, you may not, and so I wish to share. I recently stewarded a pilgrimage in Avalon and Wales, exploring parts of the United Kingdom and the holy lands that are vibrating there because namely we have these powerful stone circles and placements of stones that ultimately are a mapping of the stars of the sky. And that is so much of why this podcast is called Stars, Stones, and Stories, because I am so interested in our starry cosmic alignments and how humans have been tracking this through the stones. And even when we consider the ancient temples of Egypt or Greece or other spaces, these too were built with stones and were mappings, odes to the gods and the goddesses of the starry origins. So these Star Stones and Stories episodes are my offering to you in these times to support you to make more conscious awareness of the story of your life, you as the hero of your own unique journey, the hero, the heroine, the creatrix, the creator. And here in this eclipse integration process, you may wish to look back over the last 18 years of your life because there are stories that are being bookended, that are coming to closure. The last series of eclipses that began in 2022, so April and May, October and November of 2022, and then April and May of 2023, have been exceedingly intense. And that is because they have also been activated by Uranus and Taurus. Uranus and Taurus, they have been dancing together since 2018, and Uranian energy is so incredibly potent. Uranus is this outer planet, and we all go through a Uranus opposition around the age of 40, 42, give or take, depending on the degree of your Uranus alignment. For me, for instance, I'm about to turn 43 and my Uranus opposition is just about to start. But I have already been through my Pluto square Pluto and Neptune square Neptune transits. And these are parts of these midlife activations that I'm really passionate in supporting people through these transformations, these transitional times. A lot of people know about the Saturn return, but they kind of glaze over, gloss over these midlife journeys. And they're so key to our psychological development, to our psyche healing. And Uranus is one of the key features of these midlife activation points as it opens the gates to your illumination of your super intuitive and genius potential. Uranus can be seen as a higher octave of the planet, the frequency of Mercury. And Uranus as the awakener brings in freedom and rebellion and revolution. It can be eccentric. It can be avant-garde. 
it can be very forceful and jolting to the nervous system, incredibly shocking. And in Taurus, Uranus is seeking to open our consciousness as a collective human family in how we connect and relate to Mother Earth. And so many of us are seeking to come into a greater harmonic alignment with the earth's consciousness. And the earth is our place of belonging in this human incarnation. I'm really not a fan of certain new age sectors that kind of bring you out of body and that bring you out of the earth in the sense that I believe we're here to really root and ground and reconnect and reestablish our relationships with the earth and the earth's consciousness. The earth, whether you refer to as mother or father, is a sentient being and mother earth knows your name, your fears, your thoughts, your desires, your dreams, your visions, your hopes, your sorrows, your losses. This frequency of the earth is here to support you in your incarnation and hold hands with you, to befriend you, to behold you in your beauty and your beauty way, this journey through this life. And so Uranus and Taurus is coming to awaken the collective human consciousness where we've been asleep to our power and potency because when we harmonize with the earth, our limitless potential becomes even more activated. And so the last eclipses we've been through have been so striking and shocking because Sometimes we need a shock or a jolt to get us back on track where we have veered off course. And that is exactly what eclipses do. They bring you back into alignment, although sometimes it can feel brutal. And then with the amplification of Uranus and Taurus, at times it's been quite a lot. So I invite you, I invite you to breathe deep and to settle more into your physical body because we are in this frequency of the sun being in Taurus and we are about to have Jupiter shift into Taurus. Mercury is about to go direct into Taurus and we're going to explore this in this episode, what this will mean for you. So there's a very strong frequency of being rooted and grounded and process-based and in alignment, in love with the earth and honoring your resources and your connection to the material realm. Because in this human incarnation, what you tend to and what you take care of is a part of your beauty unfolding, your way of co-creating with the realm of nature. I think on many levels, we've been taught to kind of not see the spiritual in the mundane, such as the process of cooking and, and tending for oneself and keeping a clean and functional home and taking care and raising children and a loving, nourishing, supportive environment. So many people have deemed to think that these simple mundane tasks, even going out to shop for groceries, is not a spiritual act. However, that is where these distortion frequencies have swayed our consciousness because each of those acts is actually highly, highly spiritual as it is ultimately 
feeding your body temple and feeding the body temple of the descendants that you or others are raising. And this is our future as humanity. This is sacred and this is holy and Taurus season wishes to help align your consciousness so that you may remember where you have forgotten about this sanctity of daily life. When we had our Scorpio eclipse on the 5th of May last Venus Day, Uranus and Taurus was aligned at 18 degrees 41 arc minutes, which connects to the Sabian symbol of a new continent rising majestically from the ocean. This is about the surge of new potentiality after the crisis. And I believe that this Sabian symbol is the key to really deciphering this last eclipse portal that we've experienced in April and May of this year of 2023. As we think about the frequency of originality and how something is rising out of that collective unconsciousness where we've been asleep at the wheel, there is a new dawn being seated, this new earth architecture that is happening. And you, you are such a key and important aspect of this building of the new earth frequency. So as you are focused on growth and your positive actions and how those may inspire the people around you, this ripples out and it allows this ability to transmute past glories and agonies into something so fresh that it could take your breath away, so avant-garde, so unique that it can metamorphosize and transmute this new dawn. And here and now in this integration portal, it is important to continue to allow that dross to burn away as the dragon's tail does its whipping from side to side, left to right, and shakes its skin, so to speak, as you shake your skin, so to speak, to create this new birth. This bridge eclipse, which is really what I've been referring to as the eclipses of April and May of 2023, are threading times from April of 1966, April of 1985, April of 2024 to 2005. And you may want to think about what are the monumental changes that have transpired in your life? How did you respond? And allow this eclipse to be about clean breaks and clear endings that you are complete with. And this includes, most importantly, old thought paradigms that no longer serve your being and your lineage. Eclipses really force us to let go and trust, to allow the energy to flow through us. It is a collective energy that we could say forms an illusion that the collective may perceive as an actual reality. So eclipses will stir this energy up. And as we anchor into the mundane, those beautiful processes such as cleaning and cooking and gardening and being with children and playing games and making art, these are simple and loving actions that bring us into the present moment. When you are in the present moment, the nefarious distortion frequencies are forced to essentially leave you alone. 
you are essentially shielded. You are protected. When you are in your joy and pleasure and that which lights you up and you continue to follow that lead, it creates a force field of protection in your subtle body, in your auric field, in these spiritual energetic bodies so that you are cared for in each moment. And so you are invited to use this integrative time after these two eclipses, the first two eclipses of 2023, to alchemize all that is you, to give yourself entirely to this new and extraordinary way of life that is bubbling up from the surface that wishes to be this new frequency that you are here to embody on earth in these times. Know that compromising your values, compromising is ultimately non-negotiable, meaning allow yourself to avoid compromise because that is a false thought stream. That is an old paradigm. You are here as God, goddess, creator, creatrix to live your joy, to live your pleasures, to envision your dreams and make them manifest in the here and now. Our next eclipses will be in the month of October of 2023, and the nodes of fate by then will have shifted into the North Node being in Aries and the South Node being in Libra. And so that energy is going to be radically different and also be impacting the cardinal signs of Libra and Capricorn and Aries and Cancer on a very deep level. And so if you're interested in diving into a reading to support you in this eclipse integration and what is coming in the next eclipse cycle, I invite you to reach out for a one-on-one session. And you can always find the links for all of my offerings in the show notes of this podcast. You can also go to my website, earthseedtemplearts.com, and you can book directly any session of your heart's desire. You can Sign up for all of the events, learn about my pilgrimages, receive my weekly Venetian love notes, all the things you need to do to stay held and loved and nourished in this container of earthseed temple arts that I've been lovingly tending to for many years now, nearly a decade. So we're going to talk about this Mercury stationing direct, which happens on Sunday the 14th of May. This is at 11.17 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Mercury goes direct at 5 degrees, 50 arc minutes Taurus. And this is a journey we've been on for some time. Mercury entered into the sign of Taurus on Monday, the 3rd of April. And on the 7th of April, Mercury entered the front end of the shadow of the retrograde. On the 21st of April, Mercury stationed retrograde at 15 degrees, 37 arc minutes. And as I just mentioned, will station direct this coming Sunday, the 14th of May. Now, Mercury won't won't fully clear the retrograde shadow until the 31st of May. So that means that essentially from the 7th of April to the 31st of May, many of us are dealing with very particular stories that we're journeying through. And it's important you see this through to the particular closure that is waiting for you. I just wish to extend my heart to you in saying that I myself have been slammed with a very challenging situation and I'm navigating it and it is really requiring me to be very fierce 
and in my dragon frequency and stand up for my rights and to be sovereign. And it's requiring a lot of back and forth emails and calls to various different portals and places. And it's really testing me and it's really requiring me to bolster my strength. And I know some of you have been going through similar situations because you've shared them with me. So I imagine there's many more of us out there that have been really tested in this particular Mercury retrograde portal. I can share that from my side, Mercury has been retrograde in my eighth house, therefore really affecting both my second and eighth house of my chart. And therefore, everything I've been dealing with makes so much sense because my resources and my reputation are literally on the line as I've been accused of something in regards to a rental, a van rental that occurred on my last pilgrimage that is just utterly and completely false. And so I'm having to go through a lot of channels to protect my reputation and to protect my financial standing in my business. And this is a very eighth house matter in the sense that it is affected and controlled by other people's energy, meaning I am being influenced by other people's energy and I ultimately have no control on how other people behave. All we can do in life is control how we behave, how we react. And it's been quite a challenge and quite a test. And I can also see how this threads back to my own personal childhood and upbringing and programming and what I am reprogramming and have been reprogramming. So I share this to give you a specific example because astrology really helps us to know what we are going through, what we will be going through, and can also offer us solutions on how to strategically deal with what is coming and what is before us and even what has been in the past. And also to give a time coding so that we know that whatever we're experiencing will not happen forever, meaning that everything has a start and an end point a coordinate, so to speak. And knowing when something will come to completion will also give the human psyche a spaciousness and a buoyancy that is so important, especially in the times that we live in, because all of us, regardless of our social status or our financial status or our gender or our race or where we live in the world, we're all going through something in these times. Even those who might appear to be some of the most successful people who have it all together, everyone's going through something. And when we can really respect that angle of compassion and we can see that ultimately we're all in this together, it can help our own individual unique healing processes and for those to come online even more and to expand. And so I believe this Mercury retrograde has been really affecting many of us in a resource way, in a tangible way or perhaps a body way in how we connect with our bodies and how we connect with beauty and our creativity. When Mercury goes retrograde, Mercury dons that energy of the psychopomp. And the psychopomp is a guide for the souls of the dead, a messenger between humanity and the realms of the gods. 
and Mercury is well known to incite travel and communication obstacles, at times financial obstacles, relational obstacles, and you're being encouraged to utilize this particular Mercury retrograde to where this Taurus energy lives in your birth chart. Our next retrograde will be in August and September, and that Mercury retrograde will be in Virgo. So these Earth portions of our chart have been really affected in 2023. Mercury is here to help you navigate the realms of spirit and matter, all that can be proved through the five senses. With Mercury and Taurus, you have been invited to really drop into your sensuality and to allow the senses to become heightened around how you touch and taste and smell and see vision, how you hear, how you intuit, how you feel. And for many of us, our communication has slowed down. For some of us, our literal physical ability to do things has slowed down. And this is an energy that is asking you to be more determined, to be more steadfast. Between now and this Mercury stationing direct and then that final clearing point at the end of May, allow yourself to feel all of the sensations that emerge. You have the opportunity to really clear your thoughts, your speech, your actions. And when Mercury stations direct, the Sabian symbol, the frequency of this is all about channel ship. This is about a bridge being built across a gorge. So think of there is this opportunity to cross from one place to a next, from one paradigm to another, to really heal, to bring in positivity and supportive energy into this new evolutionary phase that you are emerging within to be free of time and space so that your insight, your intuition, and your ability to connect to pl places, people, and circumstances is amplified. So know that you do have a safe pathway through life, that the multiverse is supporting you, that the earth and the consciousness of the earth is supporting you. Place your bare feet and hands on Mother Earth Ground your body through deep breaths, and you may invoke this affirmation, I evolve with a new life. And this new life frequency really comes in strongly by the time we land on Tuesday, the 16th of May. On Eastern Daylight Time at 1.21 p.m., Jupiter shifts into the sign of Taurus, and this is going to be a massive transition for many people. Jupiter will transit through Taurus until the 26th of May of 2024. These Jupiter cycles are roughly one year in each sign, meaning that it takes 12 years for Jupiter to transit through the entire zodiac. And so once every 12 years, you will have your Jupiter return. So if you have Jupiter in Taurus, congratulations. We celebrate you. I trust it's going to be a phenomenal year ahead. And if you have Jupiter in another Earth sign like Virgo or Capricorn, you're absolutely going to be receiving many, many blessings. And all of us will receive some sort of blessing or reward, so to speak, wherever that Taurus energy lives in our charts. Jupiter is this 
social teaching frequency that brings in the principle of improvement. This is about ascending beyond the material world in your search for meaning and truth and ethical values. Jupiter transit can bring in success and wealth and new ideas, new visions, new seeds of creativity and potency. Although at times we need to be aware of false hope or over-optimism, I do believe that Jupiter in Taurus is very earthy, very prudent, very stable, ultimately pretty wise and extremely sensual, guided by Venus. And as Jupiter will eventually align with Uranus and Taurus in its duration, we can expect radical changes around those alignments and surprises. And many people will have Lady Fortuna, the Wheel of Fortune, smiling upon them. So even though you've been told we're going into a global recession and we need to be afraid of our resources and not having enough, I say build the life you came here to build. Trust trust in the divine goddess, God, source, consciousness, and allow this Jupiterian time in Taurus to help you build step by step, very artfully, in the beauty way. Walk hand in hand with the realm of nature and you shall succeed in this next year of greater abundance and prosperity. Jupiter and Taurus wishes to expand your values, your financial reality, your ability to manifest in the physical world, and your abundance and how you experience it in all ways. Taurus seeks comfort, wealth, beauty, the sensual pleasures of life, and allow yourself to enjoy and to sink deeper into each present moment. And as the week continues on, the moon becomes balsamic in that dark phase as we prepare for the Taurus new moon, which will be on Friday, Venus Day, the 19th of May. This Taurus new moon will come in on a luscious Venus day and the new moon will be exalted in Taurus. So we can expect such a delightful, sensual, luscious new moon. And I will be sharing greater details about that in next week's podcast. And I also wish to invite you to join Ma Magic, the inner council that I steward where you may receive in-depth transmissions about these astrological weather moments and how you may best navigate these times with strategy and fierce compassion. I invite you as we're waning with the moon and approaching that balsamic phase of the moon and in this eclipse integration phase, I invite you to consider these dark moon phases of your life, such as every night in the last few hours of sleep before you wake, or every few days when the moon is void of course, every month during the shedding of the menstrual cycle if you menstruate, every month during the balsamic phase of the moon, every month when the moon passes through your 12th house of your cosmic blueprint, every year when the sun passes through your 12th house of your cosmic blueprint, every year during the shortest daylight hours before winter solstice, Every 28 years when the progressed moon passes through your 12th house. Every 29 years when your progressed balsamic phase occurs. During all 12th house transits. And I wish to give respect to the great Demetra George for these offerings. 
of the dark moon, and she has a beautiful book on the dark moon. So I invite you to celebrate, to celebrate this Taurian frequency and to where you are in this now moment, celebrate how far you've come and how far you have to go, knowing that it is about the journey, not the destination. Connect to your holy self by enjoying the sacred pleasures of life. Slow down, drink lots of clean, live water, eat well, rest well, sleep deep, Find your pleasure points and increase them, expand them. Know that your body is your holy temple in this incarnation and that every moment is a miracle. I wish to invite those of you who live in Appalachia to come to the Taurus Dark Moon Women's Wisdom Council. This is an in-person women's new moon ceremonial space to drop in deep give offerings and prayers, imbibe upon a stone medicine tonic that is created just for you in a sacred circle. You will receive astrological insights, experience meditation and sound healing, and we will gather on Thursday the 18th of May from 7.30 to 9.30 p.m. I have a virtual offering, Discover Your Soul Purpose. This is an astrology masterclass. It is live and also will be recorded. And this is a masterclass that is available to all levels and abilities. Anyone interested in learning some simple ways to look at their birth chart, aka your cosmic blueprint, and immediately know the sole purpose, I'm going to be sharing some of my greatest tips and tools. We will circle up on Monday, the 22nd of May from 7.30 to 9.30 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Again, it is taught live and globally. I will be recording the teaching and therefore you'll have access to the recording if you are unable to attend live. Finally, I have two upcoming events that I am inviting you to save the date for. There will be a Sagittarius Full Moon Fire Festival, which will be on Venus Day Friday, the 3rd of June from roughly noon until midnight. This is an in-person event here in Appalachia. We will be journeying through meditation and a prayer circle, a full moon dance party. You will receive stone medicine tonics, high vibe snacks, and a community dinner. It's going to be amazing. So do mark that on your calendar. It's an important full moon because it will align with the great attractor. And if you remember, I podcasted in depth around the eclipse in December of 2021. And that total solar eclipse in Sagittarius was also conjunct the great attractor. And there's something very particular that is being laid to rest and brought into full illumination, so to speak, with this upcoming full moon in June. And so there's a lot of energy we want to work with collectively to bring this journey into its peak and allow it to be integrated and processed and let go of. This summer, I am stewarding a Appalachian pilgrimage. We are the Magdalens from the 20th through the 23rd of July. And this will be in honor of 
the Mary Magdalene feast day as well as Venus retrograde. It's going to be a fabulous opportunity to come together. And I have created this because I know many of you want to pilgrim, but not all of you are able to travel abroad this year. So it gives you a way to come and gather here in Appalachia. Details are coming, but do save the date. Thank you so much for circling up in honor of Star Stones and Stories. And I'm so grateful to be able to share this medicine with you in these ways, in these times. May there be peace to the East. May there be peace to the South. May there be peace to the West. May there be peace to the North. And may that peace anchor deep into the heart of Mother Earth spiraling out into the cosmos, into the starry regions, all the way to the great attractor, the great cosmic womb of all of creation. And that peace reverberates through time and space back into your heart, into your physical body temple. And may you be blessed. May your lineage be blessed. May all of humanity be blessed. And so it is. And so it is. And so it is. Ashe. Thank you so much for sharing sacred space. I invite you to dive into my offerings of alchemical astrology, mystery school teachings, and global pilgrimages at earthseedtemplearts.com. Ensure you are receiving my weekly Venetian love notes delivered each Friday to your inbox, and you can sign up for those at Earthseed Temple Arts. You may follow me on YouTube at Earthseed Temple Arts, Instagram at Earthseed Temple Arts, and also at Stars, Stones, and Stories on Instagram, where you will receive regular insights and updates about our current cosmic weather. My prayer is that you fully awaken to the reality that you are a hologram for the collective. By being fierce in your authentic truth, you have the opportunity to elevate life on this exquisite planet Earth. Crystallize your medicine.